Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Kanai on the Can I Kick It podcast, and uh, <clears throat> we're back at it again. I really got to try and be more consistent, and hopefully you guys can see me grow through this, but um, let's not make excuses. Um, you know, let's talk about the state of the Raptors, uh, a couple things I want to touch on. Um, you know, Patrick McCaw, the signing, um, Kawhi getting rest, um, Dwayne Casey versus the job Nick Nurse is doing, you know. Um, and I think just overall, just some of the adversity we've had to watch them go through um, is it's been an extremely entertaining season. It's full of ups and downs, and I think that's what sports is about. As, as mad as we get and emotionally invested as we get in sports and ask for trades and things like that, um, I'm definitely definitely appreciative of the season the Raptors have given me so far it's the best they've ever been um it's the most adversity I think I've seen on this team in a long time um and I think you've seen a lot of young people work through things to become great on that team so uh definitely hats off to them um I did find it interesting just I had some time to peep some Detroit games and you know, watch Dwayne Casey's style and see some of the the games that they've missed. And, you know, I definitely see that defensive monster that, uh, you know, you give him a couple guys that can really lock in on D and he will give you some games that just based on that defense. But I also noticed that they struggle to close out games just like the Raptors did last year. And that could be a lack of a superstar. But I think we we definitely need to address the fact that, hey, you know, yes, he was the coach of the year. Yes, they were a 60-win team last year, 59-win team last year. And yes, he did a great job, and who knows where he would have been with Kawhi Leonard, but we didn't finish games. And, you know, we didn't look ready in the playoffs, and we didn't adjust. And, you know, as much as, you know, as successful, I think it, it, it gives... You, you got It gives credit to two different scenarios here. Um... One, I think we need to appreciate what DeMar DeRozan was and how good he he is and how good he could have been had he had a different coach for his full tenure or so on and so forth. Who knows? But I think we need to really appreciate that young man's work ethic and, you know, what he brought day in and day out. He was a terrible defender, granted. But what he turned himself into as a player, I think we need to respect that. I think I think we do for the most part. Uh, I think the rest of the league needs to also respect that and see that. And for Dwayne Casey, I think we need to like really credit him for how much he was able to reach out to players in order to turn somebody like that into the player that they are now. Had he had Kawhi, who knows how it would have gone. But the Raptors are still running kind of a lot of the similar schemes from last year. They're still a great def- top 10 in defensive and offensive uh, ratings. But, you know, we still see them struggle to close out games. Let's be honest, guys. We still see them have that lack of discipline here and there. And, you know, I think that's a carryover from the coaching regime from before. And I think that, you know, that's something that they're going to have to continue to work on. And I don't know that it's going to get fixed in one season for all the people out there saying that there will be a championship this year. Uh, Even to get to the finals, that's something that has to be worked out. But this is a good team. And they have been able to handle adversity. Um. Well, they they they've done a really great job of handling adversity, injuries. You know, they're missing 
players all the time. If it's not Kawhi, it's Kyle. If it's not Kyle, it's Kawhi. If it's not either of those guys, it's been Danny Green or it's been um, <clears throat> more so Drionis Valanciunas or um, OG Ananobi. Um, you know, Fred Van Fleet has missed time. Like, there's we've had some key players miss time, right? I think Delon might have even missed a little bit of time at some point. So, you know, I think we really need to understand how good this team really is for them to be going through that type of adversity. Guys are in different spots every night. You know, Serge moved and Serge has been fantastic, right? And we need to give credit to Nick Nurse for that. Uh, Jonas was fantastic up until getting in injured. I think we owe Nick Nurse some credit for that as well. Um, Pascal Siakam, oh, man, like that's Nick Nurse's like secret weapon. So I think we got to give Nick Nurse credit for that. Um, <clears throat> the way that Kyle has played, um, I think Kyle's the last guy that's going to have to fit into this system for us to be very, very successful. Uh, he, Kawhi. A lot of people can stand around and look while Kawhi is there, but Kyle Lowry needs to be a threat. Like, I mean, like a real threat. So, you know, you catch somebody like Danny Green spotting up and standing around while Kawhi is, is, uh, in fact, Danny Green's the only motherfucker that should be, you know, really standing up or spotting up. Everybody else should be moving. I mean, Kyle Lowry just because he generates so much offense on the move. Pascal, because, I mean, well, with that length and his ability to get to the rim, should definitely be moving. Um, if Kawhi's got the ball, those guys, like, and, and Serge also should be moving because Serge is a big body and should be moving. But with, 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 like, if Kawhi Leonard has the ball, like, those four players need to be in constant motion, generating shots for other guys um, or generating their own shot because they all, they're all capable of it. They're all very capable of it. So um, that's, that's, that's my take on that. Um, uh, Recently, we welcomed Patrick McCall to the team, and a lot of people are up in the air about this one because uh, he, they may feel as though, like, what are we going to do with that type of player? And I mean, all we really got rid of was Lorenzo Brown for Patrick McCall, but I mean, let's say we do see the Warriors in the finals. This is my take on it. Patrick McCall is still a defensive-minded guard. He's long, he's athletic. And he can make a couple plays off the ball for you here and there in a pinch. He can shoot it decently. Um, he's still a threat from three-point. Um, but this is a guy that started 131 games for the... Or played in 131 games for the Golden State Warriors behind Steph Curry. Like, and, you know, when Livingston went down, I, I believe that was his stint, right? Or when Steph Curry went down. But he's he's played, <laughs> Right, he's played in that system. He's flourished in that system, and he was good there, like good enough to the point where people questioned why he wouldn't come back. Um, far be it for me from me to even begin to understand why Patrick McCall didn't want to go back to that situation. But what it does give the Raptors is a playoff-tested guard, whether it be a third-string guard who knows that Golden State offense, and that could be invaluable come playoff time. Right, so um, <clears throat> especially with these two teams um, being extremely deep, you know, any any kind of advantage that you can have, you should be taking. Um, you know, so I don't think people should be really that upset about it, and it's at a discount. So, like, who the fuck cares? Like, really. Um, <clears throat> Kawhi and resting Kawhi. 
I think what the media gives off, right, sometimes affects what people think. But I don't really have a problem with Kawhi resting games. I will say that I does I do think he needs to play a little more regularly because sometimes when he comes back from resting a game, well, at least in this stretch when we faced Houston last night, it looked like he was out of rhythm for a little bit in the first quarter. You know what I mean? Whereas, you know, I've seen him perform on, like, nights close by, and he looks like he's catching more and more of a rhythm. He seems like more of a rhythm player. So, like, I'm not mad at the rest because if there is any nagging injuries, I want to make sure that they take care of it. But, you know, if Kawhi wants to play, like, you should let him play. You know what I mean? Especially because, you know, we look at that late-game situation last night where he took that last three, and, I mean... I'm not mad at the shot because, I mean, he hit one close to that before. And, you know, you got James Harden in the switch against Kawhi. I'm not mad at that matchup either, really, because James Harden's not that kind of defender. He played outstanding defense. Kawhi got a look at it and came up short, you know, just a little bit more. You don't fade as much and you're good to go. I think uh, it was a little bit of a there – there was some contact on the play before he took that shot, which kind of, you know, drove – you know, pushed him to fade. But – Credit James for being physical on defense. I mean, James didn't really go off last night. He's been having 40-point, 50-point, 60-point games. He had 35 last night. I think we contained him. I think we did a terrible job of containing, like, Eric Gordon and of containing of containing uh, Kenneth Fareed. I thought that was ridiculous. Um, but we're missing Valanciunas. And, uh, you know, the front court players, like, the rest of the Raptors have to be as physical as Kyle and Kawhi on defense. Like, we really do. We can't wait till the fourth quarter to pick that up. But, um, you know, all in all, I thought we dug ourselves into a hole early by letting those other two guys get going. And we didn't really take the time. And then we tried to, like, play back from, like, 20 down. And against Houston, that's a, that's that's not something we want to be doing. So it's definitely the same old story where you got to come out and throw the first punch, which they've been better at doing this season. But again, there's certain habits from that old coaching regime, coaching regime, which, uh, hey, I, I mean, I, I got to look at it and say, maybe I start to see why we let Dwayne Casey go. You know, um, getting these guys engaged is important because they're, they're like we can see they are a very good team when they are engaged and they've definitely played you know, 24 minutes instead of 48 games and came out with a couple wins that we didn't think they were going to come out with. So, you know, imagine if they are consistent for 48 minutes, right? Which is the challenge to get to a championship, and we should understand that. Um, but yeah, I, last night, you know, it comes down to it. We get a three-point shot. A lot of people are like, well, first Nick Nurse should have drew up something. And I'm like, you know, in the grand scheme of things, you're going to be one or two in the East, it looks like. And, you know, if my star player wants the ball at that time, I got to show, show some trust in my star player. That's also part of getting Kawhi to come back, yo. You know what I'm saying? So, man, you know, yeah, we didn't win the shot. And I, I know we got a bad history of that. You know, hey, Vince missed a shot. <laughs> and everybody looks at every time we miss one of those game-winning shots, we think, like, the Raptors are not a clutch team. But, I mean, Kawhi has been clutch for the most part. For the most part, he has been clutch. And I think, you know, if he says to Nick Nurse, Nick Nurse turns to him and says, what do you say, what do you think? Which I think you should turn to your star player and have that conversation when you're coming down to the last shot, especially seeing how he made a couple big shots to get you there. I think you look at him and you say, how you feel about it? He's like, yo, give me the ball, coach. 
I've taken that ball and you, you don't argue with that. I think you 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 live and die with your best player. Like, you know what I mean? Go ahead and take that. So I'm not, I'm not mad at that. And I think a lot of people are trying to attach rest to it. And I can understand just from a rhythm standpoint, but in terms of keeping him healthy and making sure like, you know, for the playoffs, we are ready to go and really compete. I think it's really important. And nobody complains when anybody else is resting, right? Like, you know, you think Chris Paul is that injured? Eh, Chris Paul's getting some extra games in there. LeBron's getting some extra games in there too. You know what I mean? You just don't rush back a superstar because you're going to need him later on. So I, I think we should all just chill on that. Um, you know, I don't even know what the schedule looks like, but I, I mean, it was Phoenix that he missed. you right. Phoenix he missed. He missed a game against the Pacers where Victor Oladipo goes down. Hopefully that guy can get better soon. He's a, he's a good player coming into his own right now. It's sad that... You know, that we had to watch that one happen. That was like a pretty gnarly injury, you know. But it, all I'm saying is it's not big teams that he's missing games against, you know what I mean? He's not just sitting against a bunch of, you know, superstars and not wanting to go out there and compete. Definitely on our biggest stage, he's been there and he's showed up and he saved us in a couple of those big games, won a couple of them and lost a couple, right? We beat Golden State largely because of Kawhi. We also beat them without Kawhi, you know what I mean? We beat Milwaukee, you know, I think... Kawhi played that game. I think we beat him. You know what I'm saying, um, right? We lost to we lost to the Spurs. That was a big game. But you know, you gotta take some wins with loses here. Now, this is a 27 year old star, right? It's like superstar. And you give him two years, and you have this Raptor team around him, and you gotta understand what we have. So I think the rest is, you know, you just gotta you gotta kind of temper yourself and, and wait to see what's going to happen and hopefully he comes back and we can actually see what this can become right but I, I don't think we should be mad about the rest um you know uh, Kyle Lowry is the one I think should be getting some rest um I don't know what's up with his shot really a lot of people say it looks like his legs <laughs> I think with Kyle it's picking his spots, and I don't think he's necessarily playing. When he's running the offense, he's fine. But to play within an offense that's centered around Kawhi, I think he's struggling with that fact a little bit. And we really have to, uh, he's really going to have to work through that, right? Like, he's really going to have to work through that, really, really work through that. Um, that shot, man, when it's on, it's on. And Kyle Lowry is one of the best point guards in the league. And when it's off, he's just... A really, really good Patrick Beverly. You know, plays defense. And I'm not so sure I like his perimeter defense. I like Kyle's help defense, but that perimeter defense, man. Man, man. You could be getting blown by on a regular sometimes, my guy. You know, so I don't know. Um, let's check this out right here real quick. Let's see. So I know we got a couple big games coming up soon. I'm pretty sure we play Milwaukee. I know DeRozan will be back next month. Um, let's just see. I know there's been a lot of smoke for the Bradley Beal trade as well. And... OG and Danny Green maybe for for Bradley Beal, but you're not giving up Pascal. 
And I'm not so sure that I'm ready to give up on OG either. Because, hey, you know, I don't know what OG's going to be next year, but he's got a lot of potential. It's just a question of how much of a workhorse he is, and we'll see. Um, you know, let's see. So Raptors, right now, you know, we, we just lost to the Houston Rockets last night. As I said, lost by three. It's a little bit of a heartbreaker, but I'm not mad about the the last shot. I'm just mad about the about how we tried to contain um, Kenneth Fareed and getting beat to all those fucking 50-50 balls. That, that was a big killer. Um, we have Dallas tomorrow. We've got Milwaukee on Thursday. The Clippers and then the Sixers, right? So, you know, Milwaukee, the Clippers, and the Sixers, that's a tough stretch, right? And there's days off in between, but I give Kawhi four days to make sure he has some rhythm against Milwaukee, you know, and close out strong against L.A. and Philadelphia. You know what I mean? And then after that, we've got a week stretch with New York and uh, Atlanta. But we need to pay attention to Brooklyn and Washington. And then we've got the Spurs again, right? So, you know, I see we're having the four days off and, you know, him not having a bunch of back-to-backs, but having to, like, you're not trying to have him miss any of these games coming up, right? You still want him to be able to play against... New York and Brooklyn and Atlanta because those are chemistry games, right? Like those are good games for him and Kyle to get aligned with each other. So you definitely want that to happen. And then, you know, by that time we're kind of at the end of February when we see San Antonio again, and then it's Orlando, and Boston, Portland, Houston again. Like, you know, there's a couple there's a couple tough stretches coming up up until the end of the season, and we need to just kind of, like I said, temper ourselves. <laughs> Outside of percentage-wise, we're the best team in the league. We have more wins than any team. We just have... It's just that Milwaukee has, I think, two less losses, but we still have more wins than them. And we're going to be off for a little bit, so who knows what this will look like by the time All-Star shakes out. So, you know, hopefully McNurse is coaching that. That would be pretty live. Right, and he, he might be coach of the year right now, so if we give up a coach of the year for a coach of the year, you know, are you really that mad? Are you really that mad, right, you know? Um... Yeah, you know, we'll see what happens. A tough one in Dallas on Sunday, uh, especially if Dennis is playing. I think that'd be hard for Kyle Lowry to stay in front of. There's no J.J. Barrera, Barrera but Luka Doncic is a, uh, that guy's a real deal. That guy can play, you know what I mean? So we'll see what happens with that. And then, you know, let's look forward to Milwaukee and let's see what they can do because we, we have lost to Milwaukee a bunch of times so far. And that is somebody that we might need to go through for the for the finals so let's see what happens there uh till next time uh we'll see you soon maybe after the milwaukee game no promises but uh after milwaukee on uh thursday we'll see what they look like and uh see how they come out you know what i mean till then peace and everybody be safe and thank you for coming through and kicking it with me peace